This is a Burn FM podcast. Hi, I'm your host Robbie and welcome to this week's Funny Old Game podcast. This week, myself and my co-host Jack are reporting from different venues. I'm here at the Etihad ready for Man City versus QPR, whilst Jack is at the Stadium of Light ready for Sunderland versus Man United. Hi Robbie, I'm so excited for today. After all these weeks, we'll finally get to see which team are going to lift the Premier League trophy. Will Man United add to their 12 Premier League titles? Or Manchester City become only the fifth team after United, Arsenal, Blackburn and Chelsea to win this prestigious title. Yes, thanks Jack. Uh, 2012 has been a thrilling Premier League campaign and especially the race for the title. Currently, both Manchester clubs sit level on 86 points, but Man City have a much better goal difference of plus 63 compared to Man United's of plus 55. As you'll remember, United had an eight-point lead as little as five weeks ago, but they've had some bad results recently, and now we're in a situation where both teams are level on points. What does this mean for both clubs, Jack, and what do they need to clinch the title? Well, Robbie, it's an unusual situation for the two teams at the top to be level on points going into the final day. United simply need to better City's result. If both teams win, Man United will need to win by at least nine goals more than City to overtake them in the table. So realistically, it's not going to happen. United need to beat Sunderland today and hope that QPR come away from the Etihad with one or maybe even three points. So it's a massive day at the top of the table, but these are not the only big games in the Premier League today. These matches are also crucial in deciding who will occupy that final relegation place. Tell us about that. Well, as you know, Wolves and Blackburn are already relegated on 25 and 31 points respectively. Pretty pathetic from Wolves, eh? I'm sure our pitch side reporter Matt will have something to say about that later on. Anyway, Bolton sit in 18th place on 35 points, while QPR sit in 17th place on 37 points. Bolton play Stoke at the Britannia Stadium today. Anything less than a win, and they're heading into the championship. If they do win, QPR must pick up at least a point here today, or they'll be the ones facing the drop. Wow, so today's match is really important. Everyone knows titles bring riches and silverware, but relegation can really cost a club. Its best players, its staff, and even its soul. But let's talk through today's teams. For Man City, it's a 4-4-2. The goalkeeper is England international Joe Hart. The back four is Zabaleta, Company, Lescott, and Gail Clichy. Nasri, Yaya Torre, Gareth Barry, and David Silva play across the midfield, while Tevez and Aguero are the strikers, with main substitutes including Dzeko and Balotelli. For QPR, they also have a 4-4-2, but it's a real experienced lineup with Irishman Paddy Kenny in goal. Defenders Clint Hill, Anton Ferdinand and Nedim Onua. The midfield is anchored by Joey Barton, Jamie Mackey and Sean Wright Phillips, with Bobby Zamora and Gibral Cisse leading the line. Let's go down to Pitchside Report on Matt Smith to see what he makes of the teams. Uh, 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 uh. Oh god, this is awful. Are you okay, Matt? What's wrong? <laughs> Sorry, Robbie. I'm just still trying to get over Wolves' awful relegation this year, but... I'm 100% sure we'll bounce straight back next year. I'm 100% sure we won't get relegated straight back down to League One. But I suppose I've got to talk about this game. I am getting paid. I can feel the nerves jangling around the stadium as both teams warm up. They, the fans know that they are one game away from their first ever Premier League title. It would mean so much to citizens and fans. How important is it that players keep a calm head today? So important, Robbie. The players and managers need to stay calm and not let the pressure get to them. 
If anybody loses their head and gets sent off or gives away a penalty, for example, that player could not only cost their team the game, but also the season. Wow, this is going to be a thrilling encounter we are in for. I cannot wait. Back to you in the studio. Well, I agree with you there, Matt. I can't wait either. But Jack, who do you think will be key to this game? Well, the first name that jumps out to me in City's lineup is Sergio Aguero. He's been magnificent this season with 22 goals to his name. Maybe the Argentinian will pop up with the winner today. Company and Lescott have also been great at the back. I'm sure Lescott will celebrate a good performance today with a ride in his new motor that I saw parked outside the stadium. Yeah, I agree, Jack. Aguero has been really amazing this season. He's a personal favourite player of mine. But um, don't forget they've got a lot of firepower on the bench with Edin Dzeko and Mario Balotelli if they need it. Uh, as for QPR, I don't, I don't really have much hope for them. Um, they'll probably play a bit of long ball football and hope to win some free kicks and corners where they can throw up their big experienced defenders and see if they can nab a goal. Yeah, I think all the QPR fans will have their fingers crossed today. They'll be hoping that Bolton don't pick up anything at the Britannia. It'll be a miracle if the Hoops get anything here today. Perhaps the Mora or Cissé will get a goal, one of the strikers, but I think it's unlikely. The only result I can see is City winning this comfortably, and they're going to run away with the title later on. Yeah, because if Bolton pick up anything, they're, uh, they're obviously down, but I agree that some of the football played by City this season has been, has been really beautiful, and I say as slick as, as the Wanderers in 1872, if I, if I had to, but... There's, a, there's another big game on today, and that's where you are, Jack, at Stadium of Light. Uh, how are the lineups looking? Thanks, Robbie. Sunderland line up in a 4 5 1 formation. The Belgian Simon Mignolet is in goal, and defenders include Phil Bardsley and former Man United man John O'Shea. Craig Gardner, Jack Colback, and James McLean all play in midfield, while Frazier Campbell is the sole striker. United also line up in a 4 5 1 formation with Spaniard David De Gea in nets. He's had a great breakthrough season for his first season in England. The back four is Patrice Evra, Johnny Evans, Rio Ferdinand and Phil Jones. Michael Carrick, Ryan Giggs and Paul Scholes make up a very experienced midfield three with Antonio Valencia and Ashley Young out wide. Wayne Rooney leads the line. He's only behind Arsenal's Robin Van Persie in the goal-scoring charts this season. Can he get another to fire Man United back to the top of the table today? Thanks for that, Jack. Do you think United will go on and get the victory they really need to have a chance at finishing above City? I think United will get the win today, Robbie. Sunderland have had a decent season and they finished comfortably in mid-table. However, United will be hungry for this victory and although there will be nerves, they've got the most experienced manager in the league in Ferguson. I think he'll come through and use all of that experience to get the victory for his side. All he can do is hope that City drop the points today. Yeah, as you said, Jack, Rooney's had another great season, but uh, someone else that stands out to me is uh, Phil Jones. Uh, in an interview earlier this season, Ferguson said he become he could become United's greatest ever player as he's been so good this season. What do you think? Oh, yes, Robbie. What a magnificent player Jones is. He's so versatile, can play in midfield, centre-back, and today he's playing at right-back. I'm sure he's going to turn out to be a United and England legend in the future. What a player. Yeah, I mean, of course. I mean, he's got the world at his feet. What could go wrong? I can't see anything, but I guess only time will tell. Let's not talk any more about Phil Jones. We have two amazing games ahead of us. The scene is set, the teams are ready, and it's time to see which half of Manchester the Premier League trophy will be heading home to. Well, 20 minutes gone here at the Etihad and QPR's intentions are clear. 
Man City are struggling to break down their resilient defence. Meanwhile, Stoke are ahead against Bolton, meaning it's QPR who will finish 17 and Bolton will be relegated. The atmosphere before kickoff was jubilant, but things are really starting to get tense now. I've just heard news of a goal at the Stadium of Light. Which way has it gone, Jack? As expected, it's a goal for United. Phil Jones, who we talked about before the match with how excellent he is, with a marauding run down the right, he fizzed the ball into the box. Defenders John O'Shea and Titus Bramble could do nothing but watch as the ball bounced across the six-yard box to Wayne Rooney, who was unmarked at the far post, and he tucked it into the net to make it 1-0 to the visitors. As it stands, the trophy is heading to the red half of Manchester. A long way to go, but it's looking good for United. Back to you. That's a very big goal, big goal indeed. Uh, the news has started to filter around the stadium that United have a goal and the City fans and players know they have to win this game to take home their first ever Premier League trophy and you can really feel it in this stadium. Just under 40 minutes have gone here and we're going to cross back over to Jack. Has there been another goal? No, there's not, Robbie, but Man United should be further in front. Rooney could have had a hat-trick. His earlier free kick struck the crossbar. The set-piece completely left Simon Mignolet flat-footed. He also went close when Valencia put in a delicious cross which was met by Ashley Young. The Belgian keeper but the ball fell to Rooney again whose follow-up shot went wide. Still 1-0 to United here. Thanks Jack. Uh, well we're going to pop down to the pitch side report on Matt here as it seems to be an injury at the Etihad. Thanks Robbie. Yaya Torre appears to have picked up a hamstring problem. This means big problems for Manchester City as the game carries on. He's carrying on for now but looks to be struggling. Back to you in the studio. Thanks, Matt. The ball's in the midfield now, and it comes to the injured Torre. He slips it through to Zabaleta. What a pass that is, and Zabaleta shoots. Oh, my word, what a goal. How has that gone in? Zabaleta has scored and put Man City 1-0 in front. That's a delightful ball by Torre, which fell to Zabaleta on the right wing, and his weak shot has trickled through the gloves of Patrick Kenny and finished up in the goal after rebounding off the post. That's a shocking effort by Kenny. And I've got to say, the United fans will be cursing his name tonight. But more importantly, Zabaleta has put City in a winning position and that is one that is top of the table. Well, it's half-time here. Both teams go in 1-0 up. A thrilling half of both games. But as it stands, City are winning the title and United will finish second. But in the relegation zone, Bolton have actually come back against Stoke and are winning 2-1, which means currently QPR will occupy the final relegation place. Yes. The United fans here now know of that City opener and it's horrible for them knowing all they can do is hope City slip up at some point in the second half. Perhaps United will rue those missed chances they've just had. Frazier Campbell volleyed, volleyed a great chance wide just on the whistle but apart from that they've threatened very little. How do you think things will go at the Etihad in the second half Robbie? Well, at the moment with Bolton beating Stoke, that could have a big impact. QPR simply need a goal now and they've got to start throwing the kitchen sink at it. And if they commit more play players forward and create a more open game, that plays into City's hands and they could easily hit them on the counter. If Stoke don't equalise, I, can I can't see this being a good outcome for QPR. But the citizens are aware of the situation at Stoke and Sunderland and perhaps they will now sit back knowing QPR need a goal and they can't afford to lose or draw due to United winning. Whatever happens, Robbie, one thing is for sure, it's really going to be thrilling. Uh, let's go down to Matt, as I'm, I'm hearing as a half-time substitution here at the Etihad. No surprise, but Yaya Torre has had to go off. That injury was clearly giving him issues. It's a blow for City, as he is key in the midfield. 
that brilliant assist in the first half had just a taster of what he could do. Nodra de Young is on for the second half. Back to you in the studio. Well, the teams are back out and ready for the second half. Uh, Jack, what do you think is going to happen here? Are City going to win the league or will there be a late twist for United? I think it's looking like Manchester's going to be blue in about 45 minutes. Yeah, I agree. Well, let's get into the second half. Forty-eight minutes have gone and QPR have pumped a long ball forward and Lescott's headed away. Oh no, he's missed it. Cisse's through, he's one on one and, and it's a goal. QPR have equalised through Cisse. He's punished the mistake of Lescott and made the score 1-1. What an amazing goal that was and that has huge, huge implications here. Over to Jack at the Stadium of Light. Yes, Robbie, what a big goal that sounds like it is. Man United have just missed another good opportunity with Mignolet saving well from a low Rooney shot. The news of QPR's equaliser has reached here and the United fans are ecstatic, Sunderland fans less so. They feel aggrieved like a lot of decisions are going the way of United. Back to you. Wow, that's a massive, massive goal. Just watching the replay of Cissé slotting home past Joe Hart. City really need to find another goal here. Will they get another to put them back in front? Let's find out. Man City are knocking on the door, but they can't seem to break down QPR's resilient defence. Well, hang on here. There seems to be something going off the ball, and Tevez has gone down. He's holding his face. Mike Dean walks over slowly, and he's brandished a red card to Joey Barton. He's off. That is huge. Watching it back on the replay here. Oh, wow. Barton, he's, he's elbowed Tevez in the lower chin and, and left the re referee with no choice but to send him off. Matt, can you give me an update on this situation? This is awful behaviour from Barton. Disgraceful not just him, but the whole of QPR. He's furious the referee has sent him off and has kicked out Aguero because of that. His teammates are having to drag him down the tunnel. Oh no, wait, he's coming for me. Oh, Clint Hill had to drag him away from me. I just missed a kicking from Barton. Anyway, QPR down to 10 men. Back to you in the studio. Wow, that's another big twist here at the Etihad, and I'm glad Matt didn't get a kicking. But in other news, Stoke have equalised against Bolton, meaning Bolton are back in the drop zone. I wonder how that red card is going to play out on the rest of the game. Surely City have got to push forward for another goal now. Stay tuned and we'll find out. Now, 65 minutes have gone. Let's see what's happening at Sunderland. Has there been any goal action? The game has been a lot more even this half, Robbie. Sunderland appealed for a penalty when Stefan Setignon was brought down in the box, but the ref waved the appeals away. The wind is swirling here in the northeast. It took a superb block from Craig Gardner to stop Ashley Young getting on the score sheet. United also came close when Scholes hit a rasping drive from 20 yards, but his shot bounced back off the post. The second time United have hit the woodwork today. Still 1-0 here. Well, thanks, Jack, and you join me as QPR are having some rare possession of the ball. Uh, substitute Armand Troy is moving forward on the left brilliantly, but he puts the cross in and it's over company and over Clichy and Mackey! Mackey has scored, Jamie Mackey, QPR. Ten men QPR have defined all the odds and are taking a 2-1 lead over City. Wow, I mean, that keeps them out of the relegation zone for now, and more importantly, that means United are top of the table and Man City now need two goals to win the title. That is huge. We're down to the last few minutes here at the Etihad. City are throwing everything forward. 
They spent the last 20 minutes camped in QPR territory. Balotelli and Dzeko are both on with Aguero, and that's three strikers. But QPR are still holding firm. No matter what happens though for QPR, they've got another Premier League season to look forward to as Bolton have only drawn with Stoke. Well, Man City have a corner. It's now or never. Swung in by David Silva and it's in. Edin Dzeko, the substitute, gives that City a massive lifeline. Can they push forward and get another one, Jack? Any updates at the Stadium of Light? Yep, the game is over here. United have done all they can and the fans, players and Ferguson are now nervously awaiting your news from the Etihad. They've already heard about the equaliser. Surely there won't be a winner. How long's left, Robbie? Oh, Jack, in the dying seconds, but Man City are pushing forward. The ball's come to Balotelli in the box. He passes to Aguero. They've done it. Man City have got the winner. It's Sergio Aguero. This is the best football game I've ever been to and the best moment of my life. This will never, ever, ever, ever be replicated. And I am so lucky to be sitting here, Jack. What's going on at the Stadium of Light? The United fans have got the news. They are devastated. The players' heads are in their hands. The away end is flooded with tears. Ferguson can't believe it. The players can't believe it. The fans can't believe it. They are devastated. Has the full-time whistle gone? The full-time whistle has gone. Manchester is blue for the first time in the Premier League era. This is insane. The atmosphere at the stadium is amazing. What's going down on the touchline, Matt? Are you being mobbed? The euphoria, the happiness. I've never seen anything like it at a football ground in my 20 years as a Wolves fan. This is the greatest moment I've ever seen in a football ground. The fans are loving it. The players are loving it. This is a great day for football. Wow. Unbelievable. What a game we've just seen. Honestly, I'm, I'm still reeling. I've got goosebumps. Jack, have you got anything to say about that? Well, what a day for the Premier League. Most exciting finish to a Premier League season I think there has ever been. The whole day has been brilliant. What do you think? Well, I've got to say, this, is, this has been the best day of our entire career, Jack. You know, we've been together for over 130 years now, and I've got to say, I don't think we'll ever see anything like this ever again. Um, I've just got to drink it in. Yeah, when QPR took the lead through Jamie Mackey uh, just, uh, just over half an hour ago, I thought, I thought the trophy was heading here. I thought United had won it, but what a, how amazing is this game? You never know what's going to happen. Two goals in stoppage time for City. Wow, you just can't predict it. Absolutely, and I've, I'm just here. I'm just City erasing the trophy now, and this is it. Sound wow! You can probably hear it over there in, in Sunderland, Jack. It's so loud. It's the loudest stadium I've ever been in. Amazing finish. Yeah, and I'm sure you can hear all the crying from over here as well, Robbie. I think I can, especially from Matt because of Wolves still. Well, thanks everyone for joining us for this unbelievable game and I hope you enjoyed that as much as I here at the Etihad Stadium. Any last words, Jack? What an amazing day, Robbie. I'm sure this cannot be topped. Thanks for listening. Thanks everyone. We'll see you soon.